Hello again listeners. So welcome to my podcast Wazo where we talk about everything concerning mental health. And for an introduction part of this uh, of this uh, podcast, kindly click onto our first episode to know what this podcast is about and what I am about and what mental health is about. Today we are going to talk about signs and symptoms of mental health illnesses. And as with any other health issue or any illness, signs and symptoms vary and they vary depending on the kind of disorder you have. For example, someone experiencing stress is not will not present the same symptoms as someone presenting signs of schizophrenia. But there are general signs and symptoms and when we when later we talk about categories of mental health, we will be talking about the different categories and their specific symptoms. So what I'm going to be teaching today is just the general signs and symptoms of general mental health illnesses like stress and depression or just a clue about where you are mentally. Just things to watch out for to be able to ascertain whether you're mentally healthy or your mental health is poor or you need to work on yourself and your mental health. So karibu. Uh, for easier understanding, I've categorized these symptoms into three, three sections. The first section is emotional signs and symptoms. The second is behavioral signs and symptoms. And the third, which is the most important also, all of them are important, but the third, the thinking, the, the thinking signs and symptoms are really extremely important because that's where you find a lot of suicidal thoughts and uh, thought fallacies. So let's start with the first uh, signs and symptoms, which is emotional signs and symptoms. And when we talk about emotions, we are talking about feelings. When we talk about emotions, it's important to note that we are talking about feelings. So anytime you start feeling extremely sad, extremely nervous, guilty, shame, worry, excessive fear, all these feelings that that make you feel uncomfortable um, and and they should be on the extreme side not like the usual fears you have for example with this COVID-19 myself included I've had a lot of fears about going out having to work being a working mom interacting with people if maybe one day I'll come into contact with someone then take it to my children. These are normal fears, but what we are talking about when it comes to emotional signs and symptoms are feelings that are on on the extreme end where these fears and this sadness and these guilty feelings and the shame you feel are making you dysfunctional. You're not functioning on the same level of functionality that you normally would because these fears are extreme. So... When we talk about emotional fears, these emotional symptoms, this is what we are talking about. And it has to be on the extreme. And always remember that it has to be recurring for at least 14 days for you to say, now this is out of hand. Let's take a a small break. And then when we come back, we'll talk about behavioral signs and symptoms. Thanks. So welcome back guys. The second signs and symptoms we are talking we are going to be discussing today is behavioral 
changes, behavioral signs and symptoms that show that maybe you have a mental health illness or your mental health is generally poor. We are, and the very first one is, I think the first thing that changes when you have a mental health illness is your mood. There is a drastic change in your mood where all of a sudden, if you are a happy-go-lucky person, anything irritates you. You are moody. You do not understand why you are so low. You are feeling extremely sad. You are moody all the time. You don't want people to talk to you. You don't want to do anything. Everything irritates you. So a change in your mood patterns is a sign that your mental health might be poor. The second behavioral uh, sign is withdrawing and isolating yourself. All of a sudden you want to be alone. You're, most of the times you're locked up in your room. Even when you're not sleeping, you're just locked up in your room. You don't want to mingle with people. Sorry, excuse me for a minute. So you don't want to mingle with people. You don't want to interact. You're avoiding social interactions. And generally just withdrawing yourself from social events and even just normal things like eating with your family, that is a sign that your mental health is poor. Another behavioral sign is extreme fatigue, where you are extremely tired and you, without a reasonable cause really, you've not worked as hard as you normally would or you've not worked at all. You've rested but you're still feeling very tired. That's another sign. And then low energy. You have no energy to deal with anything, even to deal with yourself. You lack motivation. You have problems sleeping. You have insomnia where you're not able to sleep or when you sleep, you oversleep. Especially during the day, we call this hypersomnia. Insomnia is the lack of sleep where you're getting only, say, three or two hours of sleep in a 24-hour uh, day or more or you're experiencing hypersomnia where you're excessively sleeping during the day especially during the day that is a sign that your mental health is very very poor and you need to check up on that so remember we are talking about just general signs and as we continue to be to be addressing specific mental disorders, I will be presenting specific symptoms for specific mental disorders and illnesses. And uh, the third category is the thinking symptoms and, and signs, thinking patterns really, where you feel confused, you have confused thinking, your thoughts are not making any sense, or you have reduced ability to focus on anything. Focus or concentrate. Your concentration is poor, becomes very poor. You are unable to concentrate even for short periods of time. That is a sign that your mental health is not okay. And then having suicidal thoughts. And it is important to remember that nobody who has attempted suicide or has successfully committed suicide has done this without the absence of a mental disorder. It's very rare that you find someone just committing suicide. It's very, very rare. So if you're having or you're experiencing suicidal thoughts that are brought about by the hopelessness that you think you you, you have, the, the most people who, sorry if I may divert a bit, most people who have... Um, who have survived suicidal attempts, they always say that they, it, it's not that they wanted to die, 
it's the fact that they wanted the hopelessness and the emptiness to go away so if you're feeling so empty you want to die if you're feeling so hopeless you want to die and the only hope you see is death and the only peace you see happening is in death then your mental health is poor and that is a very very big sign that you need to seek help immediately and help is available another one is automatic negative thinking and we call these ants ants like an ant because these are automatic negative thoughts you're thinking one negative thought after another negative thought after another negative thought you have a string of negative thoughts that are not taking you anywhere if you're always negative in your thinking and this is what normally leads to suicidal thoughts and isolation where you start blaming yourself another example of uh, negative thinking is catastrophe catastrophizing where everything is ends up badly everything ends up in death everything ends up it doesn't look good whichever way you look at it another one is uh, self shaming where you're shaming yourself you're talking negatively to yourself about yourself and there are so many i will address them when we talk about depression later and these are called thought fallacies and we call them thought fallacies because they are not real it's important to remember that your thoughts lie your thoughts lie all the time and we call them thought fallacies and these are what people who have depression experience all the time automatic negative thoughts another another faulty pattern of thinking is irrational thinking where you're thinking about things that do not make sense even when you've been shown evidence or proof that what you're thinking is wrong or it's irrational you still continue to have these irrational thoughts that lead to illogical behavior for example you might think people are out to hurt you people want to kill you irrational thoughts that have no basis that is a sign that you have a mental health uh, illness or your mental health is poor another one is a lack of reason even after you've been shown proof and this happens mostly with people who are very rigid with their spirituality or in their beliefs generally where you can tell someone this is not it you show them evidence and they still believe what they want to believe and this is a sign of a mental health illness uh the others are as i said rigid beliefs thought fallacies that lead to paranoia delusions and generally just negativity in your thinking remember we are talking about signs and symptoms of uh, mental health illness and signs and symptoms vary depending on age depending on other existing uh, health conditions and so when it comes to age i will be on my next episode i will be talking about signs and symptoms in teenagers and in children but in the meantime if there is a point that you've not understood kindly uh just reverse and uh, learn more about signs and symptoms thank you